Hello, this is Luray. Um, what up? Podcast. Um, with me today is Ben. Yo. Desmond. What up? Josh. What's going on? And we all just we all the bomb podcast. AKA Itchy Frosty Balls on the my IGN and IGN in general. Uh, six four, tall, dark, and handsome. All of the above. Uh, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much me. All together. Okay, Desmond. Desi B. Desi B. Everybody already knows me already. Hero G. We're also known as Hero G. Double O Seven. Self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed king of the nerds, and uh, one big combo fanatic. Oh, and official Green Lantern member of the 2814 sector of Earth. Damn. Hey, Josh. And it, uh, that's me. Uh, Movie Guru 83 on my IGN, as most of you probably know, and obviously as tell and tales. I love movies and, of course, video games. Those two things basically run my life. Oh, and by the way, just if we're going by what our name entails, I do not enjoy Itchy Frosty Balls, just for the record. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> oh shit. Um, okay, I'm I'm the Ray, aka Ray, aka Ray Square. Um, I go by many names. Um, you can find me on my IGN in the blog, and you can find me chilling with the homies in Tiny Chat. Um, I'm just a guy that loves video games. Okay, and we are the we are the Bomb Podcast. Okay, first we're gonna start out with the uh, what games we're playing. Benny, you go out, hit it off. All right, well, um, actually, today I actually just bought Connect. Um, so far, I would say it's actually pretty good, pretty promising, although I'm playing in my room, which it's, I wouldn't even try <laughs> playing a hula hoop in this room or even doing jumping jacks is pretty impossible. <laughs> but Connect, regardless of that, it is pretty cool. I say that, you know, even though we've had this dashboard update, I mean, Xbox owners, it seems like Connect is not integrated enough or well enough to even use it. Like, you still have to pick up your controller, at least from what I can tell. I haven't got too much time to play with it. I played with it maybe for about 30 minutes total. Uh, I did play um, Connect Champions, I believe that's called. I would say overall, just based on that game and based on what I've, you know, again, I've only had a little bit of time with it, I would say Connect definitely has a ton of potential. I haven't played Dance Central. I haven't played some of the games that people say that you need to get. I'm certainly not going to play Sonic Riders or whatever. Uh, but overall, right now, I'm playing that. I'm playing. I'm also playing uh, Undead Nightmare, Red, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare DLC. Thank you, Fozzie. Um, and I also just bought um, Super Meat Boy. Thank oh, you, Fozzie. That game is parkour. Yeah, that game is yeah, about picking that up. Yeah, I would say uh, definitely play the demo. It definitely has a lot of charm. Like the the, the word super within the title, the, the font is actually, I mean, I think it's pretty much a carbon copy of Super Street Fighter, the word super in Super Street Fighter. Maybe. And at the beginning of the arcade cabinet, I think also when you get it home on Super Street Fighter 2, I believe that was like right at the start screen, wasn't there like a blonde guy punching another guy and then the camera panned upwards? Oh, I didn't see I I'm not a Street Fighter fan at all. Well, that's probably my most hated franchise, actually. Are you talking about Ken and Ryu? No, I think I think it was just two basic pedestrians and like no one that you would never play as them. But regardless, yeah, two, they, yeah, they, two basic dudes. Yeah, they do a recreation of that in Super Meat Boy. So there is a lot of charm to that game, and it is definitely tough. It's definitely fun. Made by a Behemoth, I believe. So that's what I'm playing. Okay. Josh? Uh, I've been playing uh, Fallout New Vegas and uh, Fable 3, kind of switching between them two here and there. And uh, I got close to beating Fallout last night, uh, about five minutes from the end, when the game froze and my uh, save corrupted. So I was pretty pissed about that, and I didn't go back to it because my save is about five hours back. And I haven't played Fable 3 in a few days. It's it's going pretty good so far, but there's things about both games that have been irritating me. So I'm so, uh, kind of disappointed I... in what was looking like a promising fall right now. I'm assuming you weren't just using or sticking to auto saves when you were playing Fallout New Vegas, right? Am I correct? <laughs> I, I I usually do stick to auto saves, but I do have a couple of other backup saves. It's just I one of my backup saves is I played it about five hours. I could get back to where I was at in about an hour, but 
but I just didn't feel like going back to it again at that time. I will, obviously, eventually. I've played it for 90 hours already, and it's only been up for two weeks, so, I mean, it's not like I'm just going to abandon the game. Alright. Hey. What you playing? Um, like I said before, I'm just now on Fallout 3. Um, but I've been offline for a while. So, um, so far, um, I got Castle Crashers. If people have been following me on uh, PS3, on the PSN, I've been playing Castle Crashers. Um, it's pretty much Castle Crashers and Fallout. And Borderlands here and there. Okay. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Well, I also downloaded a, uh, a bunch of games off of uh, Xbox Live thanks to uh, Moonstruck Knight in his contest there. I won the uh, the his first milestone. I got the 4,000 point card and I downloaded a bunch of games from there. Oh, cool. That. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I was very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I've been having I would fun with those two. I wouldn't. Sorry to interrupt. Keep on going. Oh, I was done. I was. I was. I was saying I would be playing something else, but I haven't got the DC Universe beta code, so I'm stuck on those. I'm not gonna say crappy games. I'm just stuck on those games I'm playing now. Yeah, I was hoping to get a uh, little Big Planet Two beta code, but I was just too lazy to really go try and get one. I already. The thing is, I already pre-ordered DC Universe, and I sent them. I sent them my pre-order orders showing that I did, and I haven't got the beta code yet. That sucks. I know. I'm. I'm patiently waiting. Where was this at? Is this is a closed beta. It should be open beta, because the game was supposed to be out on the second, but it got pushed. It was like the second for PC and the fifteenth. For the PS3, we're coming on the little second. Big too. Oh, little big planet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that got pushed to January, and um, I don't know exactly how they were doing the beta. I just I know they're talking about giving away the codes on Beyond, and I was assuming that Greg would end up posting some some my IGN like he did with the um, Killzone Three betas, but I didn't see any of that. So, I mean. I, I love the first one, Big Planet, and I can't wait to play the second one. But, I mean, I'm not always very anxious to play the betas. I just rather play it when it goes gold. I, I be personally nice hate to get playing. to play it, but... I personally hate playing betas on the PS3. Uh, not necessarily what to do as far as the gameplay. I hate downloading betas on the PS3. It takes so long. I never went back. I played on the PS3. Like for everything takes long for the PS3. Like it took like four hours, I think, for Mag. Damn. Updates, installations, all that. It takes that takes long. That's another negative side for the PS3 for me. Um, Yeah, that's one thing I like about Xbox. When you when you have like a small little update, even if it's pretty large, like usually you know it'll have you sign out of Xbox Live. You go through the update. It takes maybe about ten seconds. Sometimes, like, I remember yeah. I, for Resistance 2, it took literally, like, like 20 minutes, I think, about for an update. In comparison to 10 seconds, that is huge. That's yeah, exactly. Said. It's like That's the, what she said. the same exact game, the updates when you go to the two different ones, it's like night and day 
I, I don't understand why it takes five minutes to do an update on the PS3 and it takes ten seconds on, on the Xbox. It's the I same internet connection. Think about it. Um, this shit is like um, $50 a year and the Sony is free, so you want to get what you pay for. Um, yeah. I didn't really think about it on that end. I was just thinking about my connection speed. But anyways, um, honestly, I, I'm playing um, Fallout New Vegas, which is hella fun, hella crazy. Um, you know, at the beginning, this motherfucker shoots you in the face, and you have fun from the beginning. You know, I, if you let somebody shoot you in the face and get away with it, you're basically a bitch. And my guy's not... Uh. So, um... <laughs> So I'm Do you lose all your powers whenever you're shot, or what? What's up? Do you lose all your powers after you're shot in the face? <laughs> this is not one of those games. Um, do, they, do they Metroid it? <laughs> no, they don't Metroid. Well, like, yeah, basically they do Metroid it. You know, of course, it's like an RPG. You, stay, you start out with, like, zero everything, you know. Um, you just build up your stats from the beginning. After you wake up, they have, like, a reason and everything. Um, I'm all not. I'm also playing Gears of War. Like I'm playing all these old games for the 360 since my um since I just got a TV, and I never played the Xbox 360. So now I'm buying all these old games. Um, that's Xbox 360 exclusives like Gears of War. That's pretty good. Um, a little outdated graphics. Um, I, I barely can stand playing it. Uh-huh. Mass Effect. Pretty. It's a great game. The graphics are still great. Up to date. Better than lots of games right now. Currently, that's currently out. Um, Fable 2, um, pretty decent game. I think it's a little bit short. I think I'm already about to beat the game, which is crazy. I just, like, started playing it yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think it takes, if you go straight through just the story uh, quest, like, strictly only the story, I think it takes about 10 hours to beat. A year. I don't know. I don't, it's not a fact. Yeah, I don't know either. I didn't play that game straight through. I did all kinds of, uh, kinds of shit throughout it, so... Language, Josh? <laughs> Stop that game is you. <laughs> I love you too, man. This is supposed to be my <laughs> And Josh, you're taking it way too far. <laughs> hey, you said we could swear all we want. Yeah, we can. We just love picking on you, Josh. But, um... Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um... Now on to news. Um, the Supreme Court ruling. Yes. Uh, um, Josh, would you like OMG? Yeah, so for anybody who isn't up to date on it and doesn't really know what's going on, which I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you probably do know about it. But, uh, yeah, the the case was, again, it's basically Schwarzenegger versus the ECA about a law that was passed concerning sales of video games to minors and... Uh, the problem with it is, first of all, they're trying to make it a fine whenever you sell them to minors, but it's also very vague in the description of it because it's not saying an M-rated game by the uh, 
ESRB is saying uh, a game that may be offensive for betraying violence against humans or human-like creatures in a game. So that could include anything from an M-rated, a T-rated, or even E-rated games. You could see that, and it just, it's not clear enough. And also, the the penalties for it is, it is kind of vague, too, because as it's written, it says that it's a $1,000 fine if the manager or the owner sells the game to the minor, but it doesn't say that give the penalty if uh, just a regular employee does it. So it makes it seem like if it's only the manager or the owner selling it, that's the only way you get a fine. It just doesn't make sense that way. So that's the uh, down low on that one. It really, really doesn't make any sense. I mean, if they can talk about games like if they can talk about games like this, they might as well can talk about movies um, and go back to music. Because I mean, pretty much everybody already knows what's right and what's not right when they come towards games, and we already yeah. have the es we already have the ESRB pretty yeah. much plastering it on commercials, on radios, newspapers. Um, saying what rating what rating is the games you have people at stores I don't know everybody does it but you got people at the stores even letting you know what's right and what's not right for your children or what's right to buy or what it, what is it um, I, I'm just seeing for what I'm seeing and for what I'm reading it's like they don't notice that it's like the Supreme Court is not noticing that well it's not the Supreme Court it's the California the Supreme Court the way it's looking is the Supreme Court's probably going to end up ruling in favor of the SRB or the uh, ECA just based on all the speculation I've heard. It's they had the ESRB or the, damn it, the uh, ECA made a much better case. And it looks like they, and it's pre pretty much the precedent is with movies and music. They've really gone through it all with movies and music, and now they're just trying to pick on the video games because. It's a different form of media, and they think it's something else that they can go out there, and I don't think it's going to work. Um, like, one of the arguments from one of the justices um, was, like, they was referring to some of the Grimm's fairy tales for kids that, like, you know, are not really for kids. Why don't they ban that? Um, also, yeah. Like, about movies, comic books, you know, all music, other forms of media. Why aren't they getting, like, um, censored? Why aren't they getting banned? Um, they, they've already been through all the courts and everything, and they, the parents don't like what hap what's really happened with those either, but it's just they'd rather try and get it made illegal than have to monitor their kids, and I think it's just complete bullshit. Yeah, 100%. I, I hate when it comes to... Always, I hate the idea, generally speaking, not only pertaining to entertainment or video games, I hate when the state and government just plans to just create a law to permit or to not permit anyone from doing a certain thing. That's the lazy way out, personally. Yeah. To ban something, find an alternative. Find the alternative. Treat the problem and maybe try to prevent it instead of just passing the law. Because anyone, in, in the end, people are still going to break the law, especially when, look at, you know, it's sure it's illegal to pirate video games or pirate movies or whatever, but that's, you know, probably that skyrocketed to its all-time high right now. Who knows? Laws yeah. really don't do anything. In the end, they should get 
the government, the state, whoever, should get parents involved, get schools involved. If it's that big a problem, I think it's that big. Get schools involved. Get teachers. Send the you know notes or whatever. Parents the kids back. Send it home to the parents. When it comes, that's what it comes down to. If there's a crazy kid that's going to get um, influenced by Grand Theft Auto or whatever game, likely that kid would eventually be influenced. Eventually, from the very same thing. If he's going to murder some person because he's influenced by Grand Theft Auto, he's probably going to get influenced by some uh, CD or some movie or some book. And again, entertainment will influence whoever. But in the end, that person's probably crazy to begin with. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, that's that's always been my argument. The first, yeah, that's my argument also. Like, there's got to be something wrong with you if you're going to let, like, a big, um, an image from a video game, like, get you wild up once you kill somebody. There's, some, there's something psychologically wrong with you from then. They need yeah. counseling, need some help, need somebody to talk to. And um, the, another problem is the parents. How the kids cannot get their hands on this sort of material if the parents don't buy it from them. Because retailers card them. Also, um, the movies, you can't go into movies without IDs or anything these days. You get carded yeah. everything. Yeah, and you can't, most video game retailers are actually really good about not selling games to minors. And, I mean, besides that, uh, going back, going off of what Benny said, um, it's like, if they just take care of their kids, they, it doesn't even matter if they play violent video games. Like, when I was growing up, my parents, they didn't care what I watched, they didn't care what I played. I would watch already movies, I would play whatever game I wanted, but... They also made sure that to keep me in line, they, that I knew right from wrong, and they were they were parents, and so that stuff didn't influence me at all. They influenced me. The games were just what I did for fun, and if all the parents would approach it like that, then it would make it just a complete moot point. And I I don't understand how we've gone from that to this now where. You always want to make laws instead of actually having to try and do do stuff on your own. I know my mom's did this. I know, um, sorry, I'm gonna go. You, wanna, you can go ahead. No, you go ahead, Des. Um, I, I I definitely agree with you, movie, because um, my mom's was the same way. Like she wait, she basically waited until like I was, I might have to say, fifteen. Um, where I can I can pretty much do what I, um play any game I want and watch any movie I want. She just waited. So she just waited, but pretty much until like before then, till then, she was really strict on what I was playing. Like she wanted to like read it, look at it before um and know about it before I ever got my hands on it. Yeah, I'm so, like, that's fine. That's good. So when I got I, when I finally got to, when I finally got to play um, GTA. Um, she was like, "You already know. You live in something similar to this, so you really, you already." So pretty much, we was like, we had discussions on games, like, like my mom played games herself, and we had like discussions on games before we ever like get into it. Like, so we was talking about G. Like, I remember the one <laughs> of the big talks we had was about the Grand Theft Auto games, and I, I remember the first thing she said was, "You pretty much live in this world, which is." Not not too similar, but um, similar but different. So she was pretty much giving like, this is what the game is doing. This is what you're. Um, this is what um, is happening in the world. So you know the difference. You don't excuse so, like 
pretty much keep me on the straight and narrow. Just pretty much what she was doing, and I and I appreciate her for that. Yeah. Personally, for me, like my mom, I think I was when Best Seller Three came out. I had just got a PS2, and literally that same day, the same day I got a PS2, I got a Grand Theft Auto Three. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. I'm not entirely sure. But my mom literally, like, it would, like, of course, GTA was all over the news, and GTA did have a past, somewhat of a past of violence, but GTA 3 really took the cake, and then the guy was warning us, you know, maybe you shouldn't buy this game, and then she's like, no. She knew that we were kids that wouldn't be influenced by, you know, anything that's unreal. Video games. Yeah. She, why, in the end, I think that argument is totally flawed. Like I, like I was saying a moment ago, if they're actually going to be influenced by entertainment, Regardless of the medium itself, they yeah, have they like lots of problems. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They should be playing it in the first yeah. place. And in the end, if if a, if a mother doesn't know that they shouldn't buy a game like that for a, a younger kid, or if they just simply do not realize that, then the kid is probably not going to be raised well in general. Yeah, exactly. But another point is that um, parents aren't even familiar with the ESRB system. They're like, um. They, they like look at M, you know, they're like, oh, okay, I get this. They don't even know that M um, for maturity is. They don't even know that the rating system even exists. It's just like um, the kids bring them the game, they don't even know, they don't even check. Um, they buy it, they don't even sit down and watch them play, see what's, what content is in it. Um, yeah, so um, parents, this is, I think this is mostly parents at fault. Yeah, but, and, um, Oh, keep going. No, 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 it's okay. All right. Uh, a gigawatt conduit on uh, my IGN actually brought up a good point, kind of, on his uh, blog that he wrote earlier tonight. Um, he was talking more about something a little different, but uh, he was talking about parental controls. And the PS3, Xbox, Wii, they all have parental controls built in. And if the parents just used those, they wouldn't have to worry about it. Their kids what, could go out and buy an M-rated game, and they did. They still wouldn't be able to play it because the parental controls would lock them out. Okay, so the, on to other news. The Kinect being racist. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I heard the Kinect had a problem of recognizing dark-skinned people's face. Not only does it have a problem, Ray Ray, <laughs> there have been reports that have said that not only does it have problems, it simply doesn't recognize the brothers who are dark-skinned. <laughs> Although it, it, I heard that it doesn't, um, it doesn't affect the gameplay really. The only problem it has is that it doesn't recognize, but I'm not sure if you guys know, but it, it, it'll automatically sign you in by fa facial recognition. And the only problem is that you, or the only time it'll text that is when you're trying to sign in or when you're trying to have jump in, jump out gameplay during a game. So it doesn't affect, um, the game doesn't really affect anything. Yeah, the gameplay itself, no. So pretty much it's a lot of bull. It's uh, a rumor that maybe, because GameSpot are, are, is a site that originally posted the rumor saying that two of their employees, two of their dark skin employees, tried it out while their lighter skinned employees had no problems really whatsoever. And uh, <laughs> and then um, consumer consumer reports had a similar story way back when about HP computer or HP computers and it had to do with 
their camera not being able to recognize dark-skinned uh, users as well. And uh, for that, that was part, that was a problem with the technology itself, with the HP computers. Whereas Connect, they said that really all you have to do is have better lighting, and it should be a problem. And then generally with Connect, they, they say it's best not to use um, natural light from outside through your window, sunlight. So as long as you have the, your blinds closed, shutters closed, whatever it may be, lights turned up, shouldn't be a problem. I hear. Only if you start to do that. <laughs> right, yeah. Otherwise, you might be too white, therefore other problems may happen. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, um, on to other things. Gaming magazines are dead according to Kotaku. Hmm. Oh, no. I, I think... I, dis- I kind of agree and disagree. What's that? Well, again, uh, I agree because, for the most part, people don't really read them anymore, but I think there are still some up there, mainly uh, Game Informer, which is driven by GameStop and the Edge Card. As long as people want a discount at GameStop, they'll be getting the Game, uh, the Game Informer magazine, so that's not going away anytime soon. People aren't going to stop subscribing to that, and... I know I love my Game Informer. Um, I ex- I couldn't do without it, especially because I kind of like reading it while I'm on the can. I think I think one of the reasons that um, Game Informer is still alive and well, and it's gonna still prosper for a long time, is because um, it's connected with GameStop um, membership card. Once you buy the membership card for fifteen dollars, you know you get like ten percent off new games. You know every time you trade any game, you get ten more percent. And Wait a minute! Yeah. Didn't Josh? Didn't Josh just say that? <laughs> did, I, did you? Did I miss that? Yes. You did not. I, yes, I did. You, I didn't. I, I didn't tell them what the what the discounts were because I didn't think that was important as far as the game informer. Well, I said the discount. Okay. <laughs> I said the discount too. I just didn't say the specific discount. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I said the specific discount. That's all I said differently. <laughs> so um. Yeah, I, you, I also use it as background reading material. Right before we started this, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, Ray. Welcome. Anytime. Yeah, that's that's a little TMI. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, do not eat while listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our tagline. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think I pretty much agree with you guys. The only one that, if, if it all comes down to one last... Uh, Gaming Magazine, undoubtedly, at least at this point, is undoubtedly going to be Game Informer because of the reasons aforementioned. But I feel the reason why they are dying is for the obvious. People don't need to pay money to see that pretty much the same information, with the exception of the few exclusives they have, or early reviews, which at, at, at some point they really don't even matter since you receive reviews anyways before the game comes out. So there's really no use for them. You could have it. Go ahead. The thing is about Game Informer is that they actually like a hybrid now. They have it. Um, they have a website now. So like, it's like, oh, we have a Resistance Three um, exclusive interview with the with them with um, you know, the people that make make Resistance Three. So they um, they make a website for it, put it up on the website, hype people up. Then they're gonna release the um, release the issue is, itself. So they won't be losing viewers. So that now they have like the interactive. Websites where people can still comment on stories and release stories. Now, 
basically Game Informer is just like a archive of it now, of what they post on the website. So now, yeah, now magazine, gaming magazines are now going into the website industry now. Right, yeah, but if they but actually weren't making. Sorry, go ahead. So that's what I like about it, though, is it, it allows me to catch up on stuff that I missed. Like uh, the thing, the reason that I pre-ordered Black Ops is because in uh, the last issue they talked about the uh, the new online modes, the multiplayer modes that they're going to have, and they just sounded so awesome that I went out and pre-ordered it. And also, um, that's where I found out that. Um, uh, Xbox is canceling uh, one versus 100. I didn't know about that beforehand, and there was something else that was in there that I didn't know about that I was kind of pissed off about um, that they had mentioned, but I forgot what it was now. And I got it. I got it from there when the news. It was already old news, but I wouldn't have heard about it otherwise. Right. Well, the, I mean, the thing. Uh, if it wasn't for them having somewhat of a hybrid with the online site, isn't it one up? Isn't it also, aren't they uh, associated with 1UP as well? Really? Game Informer? No, I, I don't think they are. I, I thought it was just GameInformer.com. Yeah, it's just GameInformer.com from what I saw. Well, they, they do, I don't know if it's actually the, that's like the online alter, alternative, but I do know that they do have some type of relation with 1UP. I don't know what, but they definitely have some type of relation. I don't know exactly what it is. Regardless, I don't um, know. I if, it know. For them, if it wasn't Go for ahead. them partnering up with GameStop, and if, or, yeah, GameStop, if it wasn't for them having that online hybrid, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they were dead already. Like, um, with me, like, the thing is that it has to be convenient for the reader. Like, you can have instant access to all the data, everything, all the news and stuff when it comes to IGN.com, Kotaku.com, all these different sites. And if you get them, like, they get updates, like, every single day, you know, like when the when the gaming magazines get it, they they're the month late. Like this news is all around. Like why why would you buy it if the, you already heard the news, know what's happening, know what games coming out? Or you read the people's views. Like the only reason you like will have it is just to get those people's unique opinions on it. Well, they also also they do have the exclusive reveals. Like I think Epic Mickey had a, I think it was announced at that point. I believe I don't know I don't know exactly or for sure, but Epic Mickey had an exclusive. Uh, the story on the details. Um, yeah, reach. They, they have do, exclusive details. They have some awesome previews. Yes, and and they're all exclusive. They're exclusive to that magazine. I mean, for the time. Yeah. And in the end, I think that's in the end. That's why I look forward to Game Informer. I don't know if I would buy it every year. You don't have a subscription because of that. If it wasn't for GameStop. But I, I mean, think in the end, that's why. I, but go ahead. I think that's the reason you buy them. I think the reason why people's buying them, not everybody has access to a computer. That's so even that's though true, right? that's a good reason. And plus, even though, even though we're in the computer, technically almost in the computer age, not everybody has a computer. So when they go to GameStop, it doesn't matter if we know we knew it like two months in advance, or two months or or, or if we already knew it already. People just gonna know about it at that moment in time when they get the magazine. So this will be the first time they hear it. Now, unless they have friends who are in the know, that can let them know that beforehand. That's true, but I think that on top of that, or in, in as far as that goes, I feel that the people that don't have internet that do buy gaming magazines and are you know pretty big gamers, 
I think that's a small minority. I'm not saying that doesn't help, but I think that is a small minority. Well, you could also access it from your, you know, web browser from your PS3. I don't know if 360 has a web browser, but... No, it doesn't. So basically with your PS3, you could mooch off of your neighbor and check out stuff online. Yeah, with the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not really coming down to if you have a computer, to if you have the Internet. If you don't have a, com a computer, chances are you don't have an Internet, and um, even if you have a game system, you just play it without having the Internet. So, using the web browser on the PS3 won't help in that situation. Well, I mean, like I said, you could move off your neighbor if you're lucky enough. Yeah, but most people do have secure connections now. I, I, I've I learned that much. <laughs> the hard way. Honest, honestly, Josh, you well, would be surprised. You would be oh, surprised. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know, but I think more and more people are getting secure connections. I mean, my brother used to mooch off his neighbor, but his neighbor got a... Uh, a secure connection now, so he had to go get a, a router. Because yeah. he had the internet, he just didn't have a router to go wireless with his laptop. Guys, I, I moved off my neighbor. You know, I've, I've been moving on him for like the past, past few months until I got my own router, since it wasn't reliable. But like some people still out there don't. Have yeah, I know. Honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind on the topic of mooching off your neighbor, specifically on this quick side um, aside. I honestly don't mind anyone mooching off of me as long as it doesn't greatly impact my connection. Oh, yeah, just, same just with me. Just throwing that out there. I don't mind if people are mooching. Just as long as they don't try to hack into my system either. Oh, of course, yeah. Besides the obvious, as long as it's not impacting yeah. my connection greatly, I don't mind yeah. at all. Exactly. Because I expect the same treatment. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I... I say I say they will be. I mean, with the exception of Game Informer, I mean, what are the you know notable mag game magazines are there? E isn't EGM died a few years back, right? Really? I think so. And I can't really off the top of my head, although I don't really buy game magazines, I really can't think of a notable one. Nintendo is still pretty big because the Nintendo fanboys, they'll always have a place for Nintendo Power. But even that, it probably has a limited shelf life. Right. And, that, and that's a specific to a console, so that, and undoubtedly yeah, exactly. Nintendo Power is going to have, no, undoubtedly Nintendo Power is going to have exclusive content since it's, you know, Nintendo. And yeah. I think there's, and there is a relation between Nintendo Power and Nintendo, because I know way back when there was stories that leaked or whatever, how Nintendo was upping review scores. On their own games, of course. But anyway, so obviously there's a, a relation. So Nintendo's giving them like, their own exclusives, I'm sure. Same thing with uh, OXM. But with the exception of the uh, uh, magazines that are exclusive to consoles, I doubt that there's a general one for all systems, including PC and DS or whatever else. There's a like one I from the UK. I forgot what it's called. I think it was called Gamer or something like that. Um, it also covers everything. That's like the only one I've seen, but that's in a different country also. But they also have it down here. Oh. Right. I'm not saying there isn't any other ones, but I bet you there's just a select view. Yeah. yeah. I've and wanted to pick up five. I've wanted to pick up Xbox Magazine a couple times, but it's 10 bucks per issue. It's only 25 for a subscription, but I don't want to pay $25 for a subscription to a magazine. So and then on top of that, I, on top of that, as far as, as far as them dying, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Josh. As far as them oh, dying. I was done. 
Um, as far as them dying, not only is it just easier to uh, just go on the internet and find relatively the same information, or you would eventually for free. Also, one of the reasons I would buy, you know, PSM or OXM or whatever it would be is for the demos. But now with Xbox Live, you don't need that disc. Yeah, exactly. And for some okay. reason, Xbox still includes the demo discs. And it's like, why? Right. You can <laughs> download every single one. There's a demo for every single game on Xbox. So you don't need it. Yeah, that's another reason I think they probably died. Because the demos. Now you can ask them to them to Xbox Live and to PSN, all of that. And I right, right. Yeah. Discover that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was just added to it. You jerk. You're adding the exact same info that I just added myself. Okay. I was about to add something else, but now I forgot. I think we're going to have to start calling Ray. I think we're going to have to start calling Ray Nate A. her number two. Just repeat all the information we give. Okay. Sounds like Josh, you know where I'm going, coming with that. Yes. Okay. I, it, we're gonna have to get him to play Madden and Dice Hair Blonde. <laughs> oh my God! I hope Ray. I hope you have really huge pecs and really huge biceps. Otherwise, this Nate Hair Number Two is just not gonna work fully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. On two other things, Connect breaks his first TV. <laughs> it's all, only a matter of time. We all knew this was gonna happen. You got so many. Let's didn't have Connect break this late. Did you actually? Do you actually have the details, Ray, or are you just that is that as is, is, uh, ambiguous as that? Well, it is ambiguous right now. <laughs> I just well, I, co- coincidentally, I had the same conversation at work, and my coworker was telling me, according to him, that um, a guy was playing, you know, waving his hands around like a crazy person playing Connect, and what he did, how the way he broke it was, he was you know swinging his hands around and he hit. Um, he hit his um, ceiling fan's little plug, like pulling whatever you want to call it, to toggle on the, the ceiling fan on and off. And he hit the yeah. knob on the bottom that's hanging, and it knocked off um, its string and hit the TV like a flying bullet. Thank God <laughs> no one was in front of him. So, wow. Thank God no one was in front. Otherwise, that could have been an eye. Shit, man. <laughs> and, and if it was me, it would have been in the eye, because I'm always getting hit in the eye with stuff. Well, just from now on, I'm using protective goggles and I'm playing Connect. <laughs> yeah. did, you see what, did you see the pictures of the TV, though? It was oh, yeah, I saw TV. it. I did. It looks like a freaking, it looks like a sniper shot it with a dragon off or something like that. That thing looked like it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, you know the model classification of guns and shit? I don't... I just call it a sniper rifle. <laughs> COD4, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, um, another news. Black Friday ads leak, um, leaks the Patriots 3 that comes with the Uncharted 2, a copy of the Karate Kid and DS Colors. Anyone care? Uh, Anyone need any of that stuff? Anyone care? No, not really. No, I've, I've got a PlayStation. I don't have any interest in DS. And, yeah, eventually the Black Friday ads are going to leak anyway. They pretty much always do. Not usually I'm, this early, but still. I'm praying 
that, because I've been so goddamn poor lately, so poor, that I remember last year there were so many steals. I remember Forza, what came out in September or November of last year, I think, and uh, there were, it was on sale for like $35, $40. And then like Left 4 Dead 2 was like, I saw one for like $29. I am praying for my own wallet's sake that we have incredible deals like that. Hopefully, I'm praying. Dude, man, they always want to have incredible deals when it comes to Black Friday. Shoot, just, you just have to pray for your life when you're there. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I got so much stuff on Black Friday last year. That's when I got my Xbox. I got a bunch of games. I got the the wireless thing. Got it for eighty bucks. That was that was that was the longest thing it took I've ever seen on a Black Friday. It took me like an hour and a half to get the wireless thing because. They didn't think it was on sale, and they didn't just want to ring, like, do a price check on it. Lazy ass. But I won't go into that. <laughs> I never bought anything for Black Friday. I never got in. Never bought into that. I just got I'm probably all not going to be able to. I'm still bad. Oh, Black Friday is a great day to get good deals on games and movies. It's That's tough. what I do. It sucks working at Black Friday. Shit, a GameStop line continue forever. <laughs> Everybody wanted to kill each other. <laughs> Are you still working at yeah. GameSpot, Ray? Or yeah. GameStop? No, no. Shit, shit went down. Shit went down. Right. Yeah. No, no, I, was, yeah, no. I was supposed to work at a KB Toys on uh, Black Friday um, in, what was that, 2000. and uh, But I had gotten another job at Rich Camera. That, uh, so I was working at there at Rich Camera on Black Friday instead, but... They had me scheduled to work from 4.30 in the morning till midnight at uh, KB Toys. And I was just like, hell no. I went in there at like 4.30 when I was supposed to, and I told them that I quit. Dude, look on my KB boss's Toys face was priceless. I'm starting to think that KB Toys, or at least at the time, thought we Americans were living in a third world country. Yeah, what, six, what is that? An 18-hour shift? No, well, something like that's. Twelve. That's uh, twenty hours. hours. Twenty. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dear God. And I was only seventeen. I I don't think that's legal to make a seventeen year old to work twenty hours in a row. Wow. You should yeah, still only the one lunch break. <laughs> yeah. And you get a Jolly Rancher. All right, we weren't. They weren't even going to give us a lunch break. Really, they were going They had food catered, so. Every once in a while, they'll let you go back and eat something, but that's it. No actual, like, leaving the store for any reason. Dicks. Yes. Okay. On to other news. In Baltimore, more, two robbers still wanted to copy the blackout at gunpoint. Shit. Yes. Is, is, that all they, is that all they got? Yeah. No. Oh, they also have system. Yeah, they got some systems and some cash, and yeah. I don't think it's a very big deal because the game comes out in a couple of days, and it's not like they can really go out and sell them for all that much, and they really can't even go out and sell them because if they try to sell them and get caught, they, they're done for armed robbery for trying to sell a game that comes out in two days. I'm assuming they probably have... I'm assuming they probably have... If they were able to... Let's say they were trying to sell it on eBay or whatever else... Isn't this, maybe not the UPC, is, or maybe the serial number. You think they'd probably be able to smash the serial number on, on the thief? 
No, there's, there's, well, the systems they might be able to get them on, but unless they try and sell them before the game goes live, there's probably no way to tra track the COD unless they're trying to sell them all at once and it becomes kind of obvious. But if they were to go on Craigslist come Tuesday and say, I got Call of Duty, I didn't like it, I'm selling it for 50 bucks, they can sell all 100 copies that way, but still only getting 100 dollars getting 50 bucks per copy instead of 100 bucks or whatever that they might have been able to sell it for if they hadn't become known. I, I think that even even though we're only just a couple of days away, I bet you if, if somehow they could get away with that, you know, with selling it without being caught, if they was able to sell it right now, people would get a day a day early. I still people I still think people would get paid like a good 100 bucks for that, even if it's just a day oh, early. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure there would. It's the problem would be finding those people without also finding the cops. Well, like, right, yeah. If they log on, that's to a pretty big risk. For I think they might catch hundred bucks when they play the game. When they log on to Xbox Live or PSN. Yeah, that too. Um, also, well, I know I noticed that this shit only happens when it's when it's Call of Duty. Shit goes down when Call of Duty is about to come out. Well, I mean, a guy name shot a, a name another. I was gonna say name another guy. incident. Oh, well, a guy was, shot. Was last on um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 when people like it wasn't at gunpoint, but the people um had extra um they leaked the game online, so they were selling it online through um torrents and stuff. I'm sure that's what they're probably if these guys are you know, somewhat uh, interested in, in uh, electronics online. I'm sure they probably the, the game as well and for Torrance or on Pirate Bay or whoever. But also, one thing that we have to remember as far as another person, probably another man, tried to kill another man. I don't know if he actually successfully killed him. I don't think he did, if I remember correctly, for a PS3, you know, during its launch. And at one point, I mean, how, how worthless can you be if you're trying to kill another person <laughs> for essentially $600? Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you won't get to play the game after you kill that person. You'd be hauled off to jail. You have to wait like yeah. um twenty five to life <laughs> after that play. Yeah, unless 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 they let you take a TV on your PS3 in your jail cell, I say it's not worth it. I said that. actually I found I actually found out um, prisoners can play games. They can play in video games. And then they sell in the common room. <laughs> except except for all the consoles are see-through. Mm. So, so for all we know, they could be actually playing Xbox 360 PS3 games without us even knowing it. I wonder if they have the mature rating, like, uh, protection on it. Who knows? <laughs> probably not. Most of, those guys, most of those guys are in there for life. I, don't, I very much doubt. They'll probably kill somebody if they don't get an M-rated game going. Oh, the irony. Oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. Here on the new well, it wouldn't be funny hearing somebody hearing a lifer telling a guard for not get, being able to play Modern Warfare Two or Black Ops. Well, I mean, I don't understand why they can't play a game that's rated E. It's rated E for everyone. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's including jail or cellmates and prisoners and lifers and everyone. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be kind of funny though? You hear somebody getting shanked in prison for winning in uh, weed baseball or something. 
It'd be funnier if you tried to shank him with this, uh, a carved-out Wii, Wii remote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried uh, to become a prison guard. <laughs> you tried to become really? a prison guard? Yep. I, don't want I to took the test. You get to check I got a, a 99 out of 100 on the test, and somehow I didn't never got contacted about getting a job. Wow. Um... I think for future references, we should not post any of our facial pictures online at all. <laughs> uh, I would, I concur. Yes. What's up? What's up next, man? Um, what's up next? Okay, Mass Effect Two is going to have an interesting web comic that puts PS3 owners up to speed with the first game story. Yeah. Now, unlike most of us, would leave. This web, or is it a web comic, or is it, this is going to be on the Blu-ray, right? Yes. Yeah, on the actual game. Right. And and this one, which is really cool for people that you know don't, well, obviously if they're buying on PS3, they probably don't have an Xbox or haven't played the first one. You yeah. can actually make those same major, you know, critical uh, choices that affected the first game, although they're in that web or that comic, you know, style. That and it also affect um, your PS3 version of Mass Effect 2, which I think is great because I was I was actually worried about that for PS3 owners or you know or people that hadn't played the first one, um, because that was one thing that made that makes Mass Effect so awesome. I mean, I mean the series itself so far is like absolutely amazing and groundbreaking and very ambitious, but that was you know definitely one of the watermarks of Bioware and Mass Effect, and it's great that PS3 owners are able to uh, experience it. Yep. And they also talked about the uh, what DLC is going to be available. Um, basically, everything, all the core DLC uh, from the Xbox, except for uh, what is it? Um, one of the uh, followers won't be automatic, but it'll all be done through the Cerberus network. You'll be everything will be available, except for I can never remember the, his name. The, Zaid and Firewalker. Yeah, yeah, Zaid. Yep, and the Firewalker. That's going to be on the Cerberus network, not on disc, but it'll all be available. Is it, are they just going to include code or what? Uh, it didn't well, probably, say that. Probably, it uh, just, no, they're probably going to put it on the Blu-ray disc if they have enough space for it. Well, the Zaid, Zaid and Firewalker. That'll probably be through Cerberus network. Although you probably it's probably just going to be a free download. Yeah, I yeah, think probably. They, they, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, they'll, they'll probably just do what they did with uh, it on Xbox, and if you buy uh, the copy new, you'll get a code for the Cerberus network, and it'll include that for free. Yeah, that's good for PS3 owners. I'm, I'm definitely jealous of the PS3 as far as getting all that content on the disc, okay. only because I mean I I wouldn't mind downloading it free, but it's just are downloaded in period. I just, as I already mentioned, they're poor, and I wish I could just experience all that awesome content. Yeah, I forgot that Bioware owns, um, I meant like EA owns Bioware now, so they're keeping all the DLC tech, so I think they're going to just give it out to the new people, the people that buy the game new, and let y'all put in the code. Yeah. Well, uh, the the DLC is all going to be included on the Blu-ray. The only thing that's not is the Zaid and Firewalk content, which is going to be accessible through the Cerberus network. Everything else is on the disc. Yep. 
all the all the and some of the other the other bundles, but but it's just the small stuff, the uh, the Aegea's armor bundle, that kind of stuff. I and I don't think that stuff is going to be free, but it's not um, anything core gameplay stuff. It's just extra stuff that you get. Last time I checked, though, everything the Xbox got. PS3 is getting except for most of it would not be on the disc at launch. It'll probably be more likely on the be on the PSN yeah. later well, in later. Like later most like, of it will be on disc. All all the story DLC that's already been released is definitely going to be on disc. Anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. Lord, I think. Extra, the I think the, ex- I think the extras is going to be the one that's not on, or the ones that's not going to be placed on the disc. Yeah. That's what that's what I think. I'm not saying it's going. It might it may be true, but I'm just hypothesizing it may happen. Yeah, the only peripheral thing that will be on disc is the uh, blood dragon armor. It better I'm be guessing, on there. Yeah, I'm guessing that's the only reason they're doing that is because the only way to get that on the Xbox was if you had the the code from. Uh, Dragon Age, yeah. Okay, on to Vero Mail. I'm at Listening Mail. <laughs> Nobody reads it, they just listen. I got them. Well, um, um, he asked, are we switching to the podcast format? Well, I hope this answers the question. Yes, we are. If you're listening. Is uh, Gotham blind? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Just kidding, Gotham. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, game guy, 523 uh, asks, What's your favorite Pokemon and why? It's still on the air. Hey, Josh, go ahead and uh, chime in on this one. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really don't care about Pokemon. I mean, I, there's nothing against it, but I really have no idea about all the Pokemon. So basically, the only one I know about is uh, Pikachu. So that would have to be my default answer. <laughs> And I'm sure it's one that Silver would like. Undoubtedly. What about you, Beth? Me, it's got to be Charmander, you know. He evolves into um, Charmeleon, Charizard. He's just an overall badass, you know. So, you can't go wrong with fire. That's that fire. Yeah, I don't know who any of those ones are. I don't know. I'm surprised you're not calling him Pokemon, Josh. You're so ignorant as far as uh, Pokemon, Pokemon goes. Hey, uh, I, I'm up on my geekdom here, though. I, I, I know oh, yeah, un- undoubt- undoubtedly. But as far as Pokemon, you got to know at least the first three of the original GBA. Obviously, you don't. That's Charmander, Bulbasaur, and uh, Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah, I don't so know who those are. I would say my, per- my personal favorite would be... I'll go with um, Pidgeotto. Fuck it. Pidgeotto. Mm. 
What about you, dead man? Digimon, uh, Digimon for life. He, he asked Pokemon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your favorite Digimon? War Greymon. Badass wolf, man. That's a badass wolf. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Digimon are the wait, wait. champion. Hold <laughs> uh, on, not War Greymon. Great, wait, hold on, hold on. Man, I gotta get an outside source for this one. Yeah, you can come to me. I I don't know any of the Digimon, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my outside source real quick. Yeah, cut Digimon. this out, right? Cut this out later. <laughs> yeah, we cut it out later. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Give me next. Work good. Next question. Go to the next question. Give me more work to do. Okay. All I said was War Greymon. War Greymon is my favorite Digimon. You don't have to cut it out. Okay. So, okay. I, I have to cut this out now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dead Heart, eighteen ninety three, asks, um, if we were stuck on a desert island, it could only bring one movie, one game, and one book. In one console, what would they be? Benny? Uh, movie, I would say, I think, personally, I don't know what Guru thinks. Definitely chime in on this. I'm interested in what you think, Josh. Inception. Um, as far as the movie goes, I really, I really love that movie. Uh, what do you think just he, about that movie? Uh, I haven't seen Inception yet. What? Okay, first yeah. Pokemon, now this. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I never. I never seen Inception either. I. I think I've already. I've already said that I'm unemployed. I can't really afford to be going to the movies very often, so I usually wait for them to come out on DVD, where I can just go to get them at Blockbuster for free. All right. Well, I'll. Okay. I haven't seen Inception either, so I'm not. He's not the only one. Okay, yeah. Ray. Please tell me you've seen it. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've okay. Okay. Please, right. guys. What but do you here's think? the thing. Here's the here's the thing, though. I have no. I I I'm not into seeing it either. I oh, definitely want to. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, regardless, you need to see it. So, anyways, on with the question. He said a video game. Video game says the movie. And that was it, right? Book. They said book also. In console. A book. Book. Well, I'll get, I don't know about a book. Um, movie, Inception, game would probably be, I'd say Oblivion. Uh, I only played that game for a little bit, and it seems like I had, like, well, I know a friend of mine had played, like, that game and beat everything. It took, at least for him, 250 hours. That'd be kind of uh, beneficial on a desert, deserted island. Uh, I guess 360 for that. And, um, book... If there's an eighth Harry Potter book, we'll just go with that. There won't be, but I'll go with that anyway. Well, they have one about the Deathly Hollows. Um, the story about that. So you the story of the Deathly Hollows? Like, there's a book specifically yeah. for that? Yeah. You know the one... Not the seventh Harry... What? You know the one that Hermione mentioned? You know, she was, like, talking about, yo, the Deathly Hollows is based off this... Um, false. It's old myth, and that's okay. So that that book, that book, yeah, that one. 
Looking around, I thought we was going off topic. <laughs> okay. Who's next? Josh? Um, well, as far as movie goes, it's tough. I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but I'd probably have to go with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because I've seen it so many times, and it just never gets old. So out of all the movies that probably wouldn't get old, that'd probably be it. Um, book would either be um, The Fountainhead, which is my favorite book, or 1984. I mean, they're both real classics, and I could probably read both over and over again. And console would be 360, and I'd probably have to say Borderlands would be the game because um, it's got an awesome... You can play it single player, and it's awesome that way. And if you can go online, which it doesn't say you can go online, but usually with these it says you can go online, but you can't contact people and tell them that you need to be rescued type thing. So if you can go online, it has an awesome online feature too. Okay. Desmond? This question is so hard. So I, I came up with a good good answer to this one. So we have the one for gaming, one for movies, one for books, right? And one for coffee. Yeah. So there's four so there's four answers to one question, right? Yeah. What? There's four questions. You said what do I bring game for a game, book and movie, right? Yeah. And then what console right. would you choose to play it on? Here's the thing though. Why bring those things that you're obviously going to get tired of where you can bring three women from each of the topics. <laughs> for movie, like Laura Croft. So for a game, I would pick Bayonetta. A lot of fun there. <laughs> for a movie, he kick your ass. <laughs> and I would gladly take it every damn day. Taking any ass? Is that what you're saying? Are you making an announcement, Desmond? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's just, let's just say I'm a, I'm, I'm a sick person when I want to be. All right, I'm, I'm sick. For a movie, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in mind. For a movie, I will pick Angela Bassett. I like I like my women intellectual, and she's a good actress, movie actress. Watch um, what's love got to do with it. And third for books, Black Cat from Spider Man. There we go. Those are my three. See, okay. I fulfilled. I fulfilled three of my. I fulfilled three of those topics. Okay. Um, the game for me would be Uncharted Two. Yeah, love that game. The line is great. The story is great. The characters great. Um, the voice acting is great. You know, um, the book that I would bring would be a comic book called Why the Last Man. Um, the console would bring, of course, would be the PS3, because I love it. Okay, <laughs> the next question is by the hiatus. Um, he has multiple questions. Um, he's, he asks, um, what made you pick Movie Guru and Itchy, uh, Itchy Frosty Balls <laughs> as the two new members <laughs> Of the blog show. If I didn't know, Josh's um, username on my IGN is Movie Guru 83, and Benny's is Itchy Frosty Ball. 
Um, um, I, I like, I, I think, I think that they had something to contribute to this. You know, they have very, they have good opinions. They know what they're talking about. They love video games, and that's what we need. Well, almost everything. Josh is not too well versed when it comes to Pokemon. We got to keep that in mind. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know my Pokemon, but I, I, I make up for that with my new movie knowledge. You should put that yeah, on like, the You lied to us. <laughs> hey, I, I, I've, I've got a, uh, a, a blog series with my hundred favorite movies that has been pretty damn popular so far. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, go check it out. No, I, I, I'm just joking around. You know, you know, it's all love. It's all love, Josh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, the second question by him is like, also, can we get a hint of what the new name of the show might be? Well, at the beginning of the show, we already said it. Um, it's called the Bomb Bomb, Bomb Podcast. Done and done. Yeah. Done. Yes. Yeah. K.O. Okay, the next question is by Mean Gasm, aka Ashley. Um, she says, "When did she get <coughs> on the show?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I told her that she. Uh, I, I voted that she should be the fifth member. But she got a podcast of her own. Yeah, yeah. She she didn't tell me that. She just said that she can't <laughs> be the fifth member. So I told her that she should just guest every week then. Or just leave. That also works. Yeah. Gray area. Exactly. Yeah, she could cheat on her podcast with us. You know, we'd be like, yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, I mean, it goes without saying that we definitely bring all the women with our sex appeal, but we definitely need to bring all the men as well. Yeah. And that's the one thing we're missing. And meme, we need you for this. We need you, like we need women. <laughs> There's an open invitation. <laughs> actually, Ben, just, actually, Ben, are you already spoken for though? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess. I guess. What, what I, would you I do guess. if your girlfriend heard you say that? Ray, Ray, I just forgot she's probably gonna be listening to this. Cut that part out for my sake, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can remember things like this. Send me a text. Please send me a text to remind me. Oh, my no, God. No, I'm joking. Leave it in. Leave it in. If I break up, me, you're mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm crying. Stop making me cry. You're going to go all the way to Florida. You're going to go all the way to Florida for it, huh? Oh, man. I'll go there and back. There and back and there again. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, I, I've already lived in Florida. It'd be <laughs> nothing different for me. That's right, I'll years. get directions from Josh. Josh will give me direction. I will see you. <laughs> oh, God. If, if my girlfriend breaks up with me, otherwise that's that's totally, you know, out of the question. <laughs> Jump on I-10 and take a right on 75. That's about it. <laughs> that's... <laughs> huh. All right. All right. Right. That was fun. Okay. Uh, I'm okay, so glad I'm not the perverted one now here. <laughs> no, trust me. Yeah, trust me too. Me, I, I, no, trust me, Des. The perverted one is about to come up pretty soon. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, <laughs> nice foreshadowing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, guys. They don't even know why we're laughing. 
But the back the prime. Okay, first question is Bad Snack Pack. This prime makes Ray so freaking awesome. Pass. What? What? It's the truth. I used to think yeah, that was the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> you knew we were all going to be on here. <laughs> I know, and I even got to chat with, and, and then we got to chat with Snack before anybody ever freaking, even Ray before I think he probably even Ray knew who he was. No, I, to I knew you. who he was before you were born, Des. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I talk to Snack all the time. He's cool people. Cool. You just now chatting him all the time on Tiny Chat. No, I've been talking to him. Right. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Man, don't hate. Okay. Or, uh, or go ahead. Sorry. Um, if he's not definitely include you, then yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should start the campaign to get him fired from IGN. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! <laughs> you only create some enemies by doing that. Yeah. Okay. The next question is, <laughs> um, is redundancy good, or is repetition something you feel that doesn't exactly help the point? Of course, I mean in terms of your, of emphasis. I, I, I screened this question ahead of time. I, is this question for us, or is this like a question for whoever stumbled upon the, the comment? I, I don't know what to think when it comes to this question. Maybe I'm just for dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I understand what he's saying, but is that, like, for us, or... You might as well be saying, does anyone like my picture? I mean, it's, seriously, I don't even know if that's for us. <laughs> I don't know. We just got to skip that. Okay. We just got a shout-out. Uh, Jeff Game G. That, that's his question. That was his question. And, um, the uh, next question is from In Love With Jet. <laughs> what kind of superhero would you be? Let's assume that you can choose whatever powers you want. But you are limited to two. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Can you repeat the question without actually yeah. laughing? Okay, this time I won't say it last. <laughs> what kind of superhero would you be? Let's assume that you can choose whatever powers you want, but you are limited to two. Um, I don't know. Josh, are you Josh? <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I think uh, Desmond should answer this one first because I'm sure he's put a little, lot of thought into this and... Has been had this prepared for like ten years. Remember, readers, listeners, perverts. Go ahead, Josh. Inquiring <laughs> 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 mind wants to know, Josh. <laughs> well, I said the, the listeners waiting, the, Josh. Uh, invisibility. Yeah, super strength. <laughs> Basically, it, it's super strength. <laughs> Basically, listeners, if I could sum it up for you, Joshua, he wants to be I, invisible. I, go ahead, go ahead, Josh. It's, uh, I'd like to be having visibility and super strength, so I could just go up to something and pounce on them without them never knowing I was there. <laughs> But I, I was thinking, I was thinking pounds in different terms than what they're thinking. They're just completely. They're, they're minds are in the gutter. I think you'd be racist, Denny. That perfect. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, uh, for, for all our female listeners, please have your cell phones ready on speed dial for 1-800-PLEASE-DON'T-RAPE-PLEASE. Joshua. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. Guys, I'll be one hell of a rape scene, though, because, I mean, he wants super strength, and he's invisible. Guys, I'm crying again. <laughs> I mean, See, you got to, you have you to break her pelvis. You got to break yeah, her pelvis, man. Yeah, I think uh, Josh puts a new meaning to the phrase "beaten up her guts." Honestly, <laughs> I've just I've just thrown that out there. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's ripping me up from the inside. Someone, please help! I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Was uh, that Superman? It's the invisible rapist. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, uh, I don't think we're gonna get sponsored after this. <laughs> I I was the one who brought this conversation to the gutter. It was just my first reaction. <laughs> no, it was a natural reaction, which is the scary part. Oh man! Oh, okay. Then what would be your superpower? Yes, but my natural reaction didn't include having my mind in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a matter of time. It was a slippery slope power, okay? No, I think that got me once when you said yeah. you would pounce on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me, yeah. I said pounce on somebody. <laughs> There's a difference. I don't think this is going to be too light of a pounce. That's just me. <laughs> But anyways, uh, ne- um, who's next to answer the question? Uh, I'll go <laughs> next, since mine is probably most, mostly going to be uh, the pathetic one. Uh, I say, I would normally say Captain America, because I'm really psyched about that movie, but knowing me, I would say Kick-Ass. Well, is he, is this, I guess he doesn't count as a superhero, huh? I can't say that. No, he doesn't have powers. Well, not really. Well, I mean, maybe in the comics. I'm, th- I'm judging on... Okay, Captain America, because I really loved um, him in World War II. I think that's going to be great. And judging from the... I think if I remember correctly, maybe you can uh, correct me, that there's going to be World War II featured in the movie, right? Yes. The okay, whole movie, so that, gonna be, that, the whole movie right? is going to be set in World War II. So. Okay, awesome. And I really love the Super Soldier Project and how it's... Well, at least at first it was... Um, or maybe still... How uh, it was unique to Captain America, and well, I guess doesn't uh, is it not Nick Cage? Is it what's, what's the guy's name? Nick Fury? No, no. Something Cage. Luke Cage? Cage. Luke Cage. There you go. I know he's. Some, I think wasn't he involved in the Super or Super Soldier Project, or maybe afterwards or something like that? No, Luke Cage got his um his injection when he was in prison, so he can get uh, early release. Oh, I see. So just he was just basically a lab rat. Yeah, he was a lab rat. It was um, it right. nothing, nothing to do with uh, Super Soldier. All right. Well, it has nothing to do with me being American, but I would love to be or to be Captain America along with his powers because I think I'm really pumped for that movie. And why not? How about you, guys? The Green Lantern, dude. Pretty much anybody with with willpower and strength. And a clear conscience of mind could be a Green Lantern. Sorry, Josh. Oh. Can't be you. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much, I'm already in the Green Lantern because I got my ring on right now. 
Awesome. Did you get did you uh get one of those awesome IGN Green Lantern shirts? Oh, that looks I'm too fat. I'm too I'm too fat to have a Green Lantern shirt, so that'll be um someone I lose like 200 pounds to actually wear one. All right. So for the future, what, you, what about you, Ray? Um, my superhero power would be like having um being the Hulk, having his invisibility and strength, but I'm not gonna be invisible so I can rape people, like Josh. No. <laughs> I don't want to rape people. <laughs> we all have our flaws, Josh. <laughs> and that Something is your biggest one. Oh. <laughs> hey, you see Josh in the street. <laughs> or if you happen to hear someone following behind you, look, and there's no one there, start running. That's all I have to say. Well, I will be at Pac East. So. <laughs> oh shit, that pack. Oh shit, watch out for him at Packy. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely going to be some packing, that's for sure. I don't know about packs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, Trey. Okay, the next question is by Jedi Master 7. Where are your classic games? Benny? Um, I don't. I would say this is definitely a classic game, and there's a definite, there's a definitely a, a definite love for the series, as little as it is. Um, I would have to say Earthbound, because you know, up for the Super NES. I really adore that game. I loved it as a kid. I used to watch my older brother playing it, you know, because he actually knew how to play. I couldn't get past the first boss in the arcade at the time. But I really love that game. I think personally, in my opinion, that game is a masterpiece. The music is great. The exploration is great. Uh, the humor is great. The design is great. I mean, it has. It's just such a fun game to play. And I think nowadays, just to go on a quick aside, I feel like we don't have that anymore. We don't really have generally fun games. Like Uncharted is not. I don't want to be controversial here, but it's not actually fun. Halo is not fun. How dare you? It's entertaining. It's great. It's that's action. It gets your adrenaline pumping, but it's not fun. It's it, if you I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying, but it kind of games nowadays, or most of them anyway, don't really have that fun factor to it, where you're actually just enjoying yourself and not just being entertained. Or playing yeah. achievement. Right. That's just my opinion. I have fun when I play games. I mean, I do too, but it's not it's not that same type of fun. Like you all play fun raping people, huh? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean playing video games, not bullshit, I guess. I meant playing video games. I don't oh, rape okay. people for fun. Okay. I don't right. rape people at all. Right. Sorry, sorry. So Earthbound is my answer. Sorry to go on further aside, but Earthbound. Super NES. Okay. What about you, Josh? Uh, there's so many for me. If I started playing on the NES, there would be obviously Mario, Zelda... Metroid, Puncho, uh, Contra, Jackal, Wizards and Warriors, so many, and then more recent, well, not really recent, but later stuff like uh, Final Fantasy and GoldenEye, Metal Gear Solid, and all that kind of stuff. So many awesome games out there. Sonic, I can't... I love them all. Okay. What about you, Desmond? Um, shoot, since he, since he said games, um, I'm gonna pick three that, um, that I really, really liked. 
Um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I love that game. Um, me and my uncle's about four years apart. So we put we both passed that when that first came out. Um, Legend of Zelda for the NES. Great classic. I haven't passed that yet, but I should. And something that I guess nobody really noticed, Ghostbusters, the video game on the NES, Super NES. That game is the bane of my... That game is the bane of my existence, especially when you have to drive the Ecto-1 on the streets with all those damn potholes. <laughs> damn. I remember uh, playing a, a Ghostbusters game on the uh, Sega Master System, but I'm sure it wasn't the same one. This one, the one I played, was based off the uh, second movie. Uh-huh. And I still don't get how can I go from the courthouse this is I still can remember. I can't. I still can't get. How can I get from the courthouse all the way down to the street in the freaking Ecto One? <laughs> so I don't know. I my, it. So those are my picks, and I would love to see any. I love to see. I know the original Zelda is out already, but I would love to see the old school Ghostbusters and um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit on Wii or on the PSN sometime soon. <clears throat> well, my classic games, um, I barely even, like, I was really young when all these classic games, like, the NES and all that stuff is out, was out, so I don't barely remember them, so, like, only, like, Super, like, Mario, um, I played Golden Axe, I, li- I liked Golden Axe, that was pretty fun, um, The Final Fight, <coughs> um, Super Final Fantasy, any fine fantasy, and that was mine. That's the ones that I love to play. Okay, um, the next question is from Fozzy the Gamer. Um, from the perfectly um the perfectly sane podcast. Um, what is your favorite video game soundtrack of all time, Benny? Um, as I mentioned a little bit ago with Earthbound, I really love the music, whether it's the menus or whatever it is, but I feel like now, and I've said it before in a, a few of my uh, blog posts, if you guys have read them, I really just adore the soundtrack for Halo 3 ODST. I mean, the gameplay is great, but I mean, in, for me, the, the soundtrack and the music just overshadows it. I mean, Marty the Elder is just a genius when it comes to producing music for video games and my favorite track by far in that entire game I was blown away when I was playing it is um, Rain which if you buy the CD if you go to youtube.com it's, under, it's the first track or the first song in the track Deference for Darkness I, if you haven't played that game or if you haven't played it in a while definitely check that out just go to YouTube and type in Deference for Darkness it's the very first song it's absolutely amazing and uh, I, I have the soundtrack because of that just solely because of that song but also the rest of the, the Soundtrack is also very amazing as well, in my opinion. Yeah, he 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 makes pretty good music. Uh, pretty good. I make also great, spectacular, fantastic. All right, that's better. <laughs> okay, um, Josh. Um, uh, it's kind of a toss up, but uh, I think it would have to be uh. Grand Theft Auto, 
Vice City. Just better than Fallout 3. Just, I, I love Fallout 3, the music in there and everything, but always, GTA has like 10 times as many songs as Fallout, and they're all so awesome. Just 80s music. I love 80s music, and I love just driving around, listening to the music on there. So good. What's your favorite song so, on that? Uh, probably uh, Take These Broken Wings. Like the little kid on the uh, the, the commercial there. Take These Broken Wings. <laughs> <laughs> wow, for a second I thought I was watching the commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> Uh, I never uh, claimed to have musical talent, and with good reason. Uh, yeah, I, I see. Yeah. Okay. Devin, what about you? Samurai Shampoo, the video game. That right there, if you've seen the series... You know, um, you know the the soundtrack for the game is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna play a little. I don't know if we can play it. We can play it, right? We won't get called by legal, right? What? If I play a track, if I play a small little portion of the track, we won't get bounced, um, pounced on by legal, will we? Oh, don't play it now. <laughs> right, I won't. But, um. A very good rapper who passed away this year. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Najubes did a, did the opening did, and also did the game the game soundtrack. Um, great rapper. The only reason why um, I hopped back on is Samurai Shampoo. Is this um, fusion with um, feudal um, feudal Japan music with hip hop? It is great. That's my pick. Yeah. Well, my pick is from Uncharted Two. Um, I don't know what it is. It could be like, like I like the soundtrack um, through the menus, the starting menus when you um, go throughout the game, the cutscenes, the whenever you in the multiplayer menu, the music is on point. The soundtrack is awesome. I love it. Love it to death. Hey, next question. Okay, I'm gonna cut this part out. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay, because that's the last question, right? No, that wasn't. Um, oh. Okay, Meme Gasm asked us that um, which podcast inspired us to make our own. Oh, it was on the blog. Um, I would say. The first podcast I ever listened to, and it was the, the actual audio pro, or file that introduced what a podcast was to me, and it was Three Red Lights. And at the time, I believe it was probably about the 10th or 15th episode, and if you, whoever remembers, it had to do with David Clemming getting a fight with some guy in Shanghai or in Tokyo, saying how uh, <laughs> the fight was, just say quickly, um, Hillary was like, you can't fight that guy, you weigh 60 pounds, he probably, he's like 6'1", and that's when David Clemming was like, I weigh 65 pounds and I can kick his ass. That episode. <laughs> um, 
that was the first one I ever listened to, and from then on, or from then, I went all the way back and listened to episode one. I've been listening to every episode since then, and then I went to Beyond. I didn't think I was going to like it, and I loved it. Really fun. I've listened to every episode since then. I started listening to GameScoop at around uh, 60 or so. I've been listening since then. I've also listened to Smodcast, which is the Kevin Smith, and on his site, Smodcast.com, he has a uh, a different show every day of the week, so that's definitely enjoyable. I would I would say I just really do enjoy listening to all the podcasts. I really to have fun, and I think it'd be fun just to do one. And then Ray presented the opportunity to me, and I was I was on from from the get go. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh. all for you, Ray. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, yes. Well, I've been listening to podcasts for a pretty long time because I do a lot of data entry work. And when you're doing data entry, all you really got to do is listen to music or your headphones. And for me, instead of music, it was always my uh, iPod listening to podcasts. And uh, the first one that really got me started listening to, like, video game podcasts were, like, um, all the IGN ones. I started off with Podcast Beyond, and that led me to Game Scoop, and just all the other ones just came after that. I listened to basically everything IGN puts out, and it just made me really want to do a gaming podcast. And then I started listening to the Noob Guitars, and they're just like us. They're, they were a bunch of IGN bloggers who decided to start making their own podcast, and I figured hey, if they can do it, then I can do it, and I just wanted to have a podcast ever since then, and here I am, now on one with you guys. We're glad to have you, Josh. Glad to have you. Yeah, glad to be here. <laughs> Rape <Rick and> people. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wish I could share your enthusiasm, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> So do I. Everyone should be so enthusiastic. It's awesome. Well, it de- for me, it definitely depends on the topic. And if it starts to become, I don't know, illegal and morally wrong, I just step away personally. <laughs> you're the one who brought it there, not me. And you're the one that uh, set it up on the table, excuse my uh, for, uh, speech, but, oh, my God, yeah. I still don't judge you. That's that's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll come up with the better for the next show. <laughs> okay. Desmond, what up? What, what about you? Podcasts. Yeah. Um. I think. Um. Not think. Sorry. I remember this one, but um, it's Comicology podcast. And this is before they became as big as they are now. And um, that got me more into um, into podcasts, and then I segue into listening to uh, Adam Sessler's podcast, um, the Sessler Soapbox. And it was just those two. The reason why I was so into comicology at the time, and now if I if I listen to it every now and then, um, is the great information they give to new comic book readers. Um, to people that that's new to comics and they want to know more, so um, they got me more into want to um, do the same, almost the same thing for new comic book readers or people who 
that's been out the loop in comic books who wants to get into it. Um, Cesar Sobox, he is so outspoken that he'll say anything that almost like pops in his head. And that's, that's how I, that's how I definitely, that's where, that's where I want to like almost be like, like pretty much like him. Not too much like him, but something like him. Um, I remember this one uh, episode where um, a viewer asked him, was he getting paid? Was he taking money under the table for uh, for reviewing a game? And his response to that reviewer was, um, do you fuck your mother? <laughs> well, and, uh, Adam Sessler pulling no punches, huh? And he was pulling no punches. And, and, it, and the way how he looked when he said it, it was like it was nothing. It was like he would say something like that every day, just every day, like an everyday thing. And and that's cool. And I like how he um, his approach on games is it like it's a part of life and it's a part of art, not just another entertainment, um, not, just, not just another form of entertainment. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. I did not piss him off when I met him at PAX. It's an embarrassment. That reminds me of an uh, ongoing joke on uh, one of my favorite podcasts. What is it? Um, yeah, what is well, it? Well, I, I listen to the Tony Kornheiser show. Um, if you don't know, Tony Kornheiser, he's on um, PTI on ESPN. He also has his own podcast or his own radio show in D.C., and they put it into podcasts. And uh, for the NFL draft last year, one of the teams asked one of the players, is your mother a prostitute? And so the Tony Kornheiser what? joke is pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, the, it got all over the news and everything, and so they've been using that on the Tony Kornheiser show every once in a while. Just, well, like, they kept the job well, wait, Huh? I'm super, I'm, was there any uh, controversy whether or not he should keep his job? Oh, no, no, it wasn't a Tony Kornheiser who did it. Um, but oh, okay. It, 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 since it came out, that's like one of the things that comes up a lot in the reader uh, email portion of the show. And it's like whenever they do an interview, it's like, but did you ask them the most important question of all? Is your mother a prostitute? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That show, it's, it's such an awesome show. It's Mostly, the best part about it is there's so many on-running gags that if you haven't been listening for a while, it won't be half as funny as uh, if you just started listening. You need the history. <laughs> there's a history online. You can get some stuff from, like, Wikipedia, but still, it's not the same. Right. Okay, um... For me, well, like, um, it started when Fuzzy, um, like, posted, like, um, a blog for his podcast. I checked it out, liked it. Um, it was pretty cool, the Perfectly Jane show. Um, just it was, like, regular bloggers like us, you know. Just like, um, what, um, Josh said, that, that kind of inspired me. Um, that was actually my, the first podcast I actually ever listened to was a perfectly changed show. Then I, I transferred over to Game Over, Go for Podcast. Then I go uh, went to 
um, what's it called? Game GameScoop, the Beyond, you know, all the IGN ones. I didn't even know IGN even had podcasts. You know, I was totally ignorant about that. I didn't know nothing about it. That's why I was clueless when I met Greg. <laughs> Greg got attacked uh, <laughs> when he's like, "Oh, just post it to my, um, just email it, email this, email this picture to me at you know Beyond at Gmail dot com, whatever." And I was like, oh, "Beyond what?" Uh, so um. Yeah, I was completely clueless about the podcast, but I'm glad I'm into them now. And those those were the ones that inspired me. Yeah. I didn't even know until recently that uh, Fozzie had another podcast, because uh, when I first started listening to New Pocketeers, the first episode that I listened to, he was on it. And so I thought he was just a regular member of the show, and for a while that he just wasn't on it. And then I found out that he has his own separate podcast, and... I still don't know the full story of if there was just one episode that he was on, or did I just catch him on his last episode of that? But no, no, he started he started from the beginning, and he was I mean I don't know exactly how many episodes he was on, but he started as a member of the podcast. It was just him, Britt, and uh, Beesball. Oh yeah, I, I started off in episode nineteen, which was his last episode apparently, because he wasn't on it any after that. Well, the cast well, the cast has been changing. Um, they just added singing pigs onto it. Yeah, no, they uh, sometimes it's just the two of them, but they usually have guest rotated, and now and now they finally have a permanent third member. Okay. Oh, what was this now? New Pateers. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. Also, T-Bag Radio. T-Bag Radio is pretty cool. Those guys are independent. They're not sponsored or anything. Um, so they're doing everything. Um, they get, actually give away games and all of this shit. And that's really badass. Those guys are cool. So, um, damn, shout out to them for keep on doing what they're doing. That costs a lot of money sending out games to people. <laughs> Maybe one day we do that. One day. I don't know. One day. <laughs> Okay. I still have the the game of good faith to pass on. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Ghostbusters one. Yep. Um, the next question is by Dub, speaking of the devil, of the um, T-Bag Radio podcast. They ask, what's your um, favorite games of um, of this generation of video games, like the Xbox 360, the Wii, or the um, PS3? Starting with you, Benny. Um, I would say, I don't want to say Mass Effect 1 and 2, but I'll just say Mass Effect 2. That game is, I mean, that game speaks for itself. Um, Halo Reach, in my opinion, is really great. The campaign's great. The multiplayer's great. They definitely, Bungie always pushes the games, except for ODST. <laughs> but, um, that, Fallout 3 was amazing. That was a fantastic experience. Um... Braid, that game is one of my favorite games of all time. It's definitely my favorite um, Xbox Five arcade game. That game, in my opinion, is definitely a work of art made by one guy, Jonathan Blow, and clearly, I mean, he spent like two hundred thousand dollars on just making that game alone by himself. I, for the most. I heard that the ending makes you rethink the whole game after you see the ending. Like it, it, it what? That the ending makes you see the whole whole game in a different light. 
Um, in a, yeah, in a way, like definitely, there's definitely a twist in it, and it's, I guess, throughout the game, you definitely read these books that are kind of vague and don't really explain well. It's almost like just explaining an old memory, and it's definitely really great. The music's fantastic, and that ending is really good, and it's definitely a great twist, I think. And uh, so that game, and then my fifth one. Um, I'm not sure, so I'm just going to go with Red Dead Redemption for now. Okay. That's me. Josh. Uh, well, I will go with both the Mass Effects. I love both the games. Uh, I like two better than one, but it's it's pretty close for me. Um, they're my two favorite games ever, so it's two, then one. Then probably Fallout 3. Um <laughs> That game's so awesome. I spent hundreds of hours playing that. Um, Borderlands, again, incredible. The DLC is all awesome. Even though I haven't gotten to the new one yet, the Claptrap, but I need to get to that. And finally, it's tough for five. It's either Oblivion or Little Big Planet. Too close to call on that one. Oh. tie. Also for the record, also for the record, my my uh, answers were in no particular order. Oh. Well, mine were for Mass. Yeah, Mass Effect Two would probably reign, reign victorious, anyways. Mass Effect Two. Yeah. Guys, favorite game of this game of generation. Um, top five. Top five. Oh man, that's hard. I'm just, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say five without any particular order. Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, an actual good Batman game. Um, Assassin's Creed Two. Borderlands. Um, even though I played a little bit of it, um, Gears of War Two. That's in my opinion. I thought it was good. And Ghostbusters, the video game. I'm sure if we could have a top six, I'm sure Batman Beyond for what the N64 would be a close second, next to Batman <laughs> Arkham Asylum. No, no. Oh, well, um, in my opinion, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's not <laughs> That game's timeless, Josh. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Just like Superman, Superman 64, right? Ooh, God, that game is good. Oh. That game is good. <laughs> 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 they should be assassinated. They should be assassinated for making a damn game. I remember yeah, just a blockbuster. Scratch my entire list, and com- if I can combine all those awesome games into one, then Superman 64, <laughs> FTW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um, my list goes um, no, in no particular order. Well, except Uncharted 2. The first one, of course, the best, I think. Um, um, is Uncharted 2 is the best. I love the soundtrack, the movie. I'm um, Not the movie. They're making the movie, though. But um, the characters, the voice acting, you know, the ladies, the humor, the story. I can go on forever. Night Dog is just a good developer. Um, second... Um, Made by Rocksteady Development Studios. Studios. It's Arkham Asylum. Batman Arkham Asylum. 
I like it because it gave actually represented comic book video games well. Um, third one, Mass Effect. Um, the rest is in no particular order, just so you know. Only the first one was. Um, third one is Mass Effect. I like. I've just started playing it. I like the story, the gameplay. I like everything so far. So, uh, so I go with that. Fourth one, Assassin's Creed Two. Um, fifth one. I gotta go with Resistance 2. Okay. That was, those was mine. And good. Good. <laughs> Damn, sound like I was happy I was finished. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> but, um, I guess, I guess that's the podcast. Do you have anything else to say? Any shout outs? Any goodbyes? Any? Oh, yeah. Meme? Um, Meme, just remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Every week, you can be the guest. Meme, I, I, this podcast loves you, I guess. We love you. <laughs> yes, um, we do. Except for maybe Desmond. He hasn't really talked much about her. That's <laughs> <laughs> the hater, I guess. What? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're here. <laughs> we talking about we talking about meme. <laughs> meme gasm. I guess that's the show. Yeah, uh, episode one official. Official. Our first episode. It's the first episode official. Nine right. three days. <laughs> Three days in the making. Yeah. Two hours. Guys, hope y'all enjoy it. Peace out. Better enjoy it. <laughs> you can't <laughs> <to> the listeners. <laughs> it's like the stretcher. Are you going to rate them, Josh? They don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that after you said peace out, so that doesn't get included. <laughs> listen, listeners. Let's take. For the sake of your sex organs slash excrement exit, please love the podcast. <laughs> oh, All great. rape jokes aside. Yes. <laughs> Hope you guys loved it, and we'll see you what, next week. <laughs> see y'all next week. Uh, peace yeah. out.